Hello guys, welcome to another episode uh, and today we're going to be talking about some interesting things and um, data related as it's my favorite subject always. Um, what we're going to talk today about, and I've talked previously about this chorus and stuff, but I haven't really gone into a detail and I, I would love to get into the details. Um, so Koros watch is probably, I got my Koros watch, let's put it this way, in October, like, I believe it was like early October, about a one week before my race or something like, a little bit more, maybe, yeah, about a one week, eight days. So, I was able to use my, the Koros watch for, for some time before the race of course it needed like seven days before it says it can get to know me who i am what can it predict and stuff like that and it was very very interesting that you know i was sitting in my hotel room and this was uh, october 9th i think it was in san jose uh rock and roll half marathon and you know i was looking at it and it that was the final day where it said okay the race predictor was was now accurate not accurate but it was available so I looked at it and it said um, like something like 109 13 or something like that so it was quite interesting because at the time obviously I felt and and this is where I'll be where I'll tell you guys you know you know if I was wrong which was you know it was what it was but I felt like I could run like maybe a little bit faster you know but then again I, I, I was not gonna um, argue with data okay so and anyway I was not gonna say I can run by much faster but I wanted to run a little bit faster maybe in the 108 30s but this is I'm talking about for the half marathon so then I ran a race and I ran 10907 and wow I was like wow this thing is really accurate and and you know then I went on to some of my other races and and it kept you know it really kept saying like those numbers whatever we had is is what they were and, and that's what I was running and you know and then that's quite interesting because I wish I would always had some watch like that 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 and you can manipulate the training and you can see hey you know what when do I respond best like what makes my race predictor go up or what makes my um, you know race predictor go down how what how much training load like in, in this is all available when you log into your coros now before we get into that I again I told you guys I was a Garmin guy for years okay uh, it was a great watch don't get me wrong I still think it's probably a great watch but 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 performance wise if we are just looking strictly for hey numbers I want to run fast or I want to run my best whatever you know I all I need is 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 a Coros watch which is 199 bucks not bad for the pace one that I have pretty good deal it doesn't have any music it doesn't have any of that jimbo jumbo jimbo extra stuff um, which is whatever you know my other one had music it's nice but you know what do you want music or do you want performance <laughs> so 
and then all you need obviously for any of this data I don't know how it would be how Ecoros works if you don't have a heart rate monitor and if you don't input the correct uh, data because let's assume that you don't have a heart rate monitor and you just go on the run and that wrist-based sensor is not really recognizing your heart rate correctly so let's say you you think you're like maybe you're running easy but but for some reason the watch will be saying something like 170 heart rate and let's say it's not your easy let's just say that's like your threshold and then it will think that like it will make you slower right because it'll be like wow you're only running these paces when you know with these heart rates so obviously you need the heart rate monitor in order for your data to be accurate as of for right now and it, it, look it's 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 they even had i don't know if you saw that they had it on a chorus if you can look on their website they had on their website where you go where one of the elliot skipchogi's pacemakers was had his data you know one week one one month before his is um, uh, pacing for elliot and he paced elliot for two, 23k which is he basically paced on he basically got a pr while pacing Elliot for the world record for 23k so you want two more k um, more than you know than half a marathon and before he had to step out and then it interestingly had some interesting data there and the data was the data was um, you know uh, basically it said already what was his running performance from that one um, and you know from that one pacing job it was 120 percent which is the maximum amount you can get. Uh, he also had 178 average heart rate with a 185 max. Um, and he had a lactate threshold of, I think before that it was like a 250 and it went up to like 248 based on from that performance. So that's so important. These uh, jobs or these uh, critical performances really dictate your fitness, okay? Um, so it's quite interesting to actually see and you know uh and, and then you can break down more in there you know when you go into training how many points you're getting for the week whether you're loading up good whether you have you're riding the fatigue you know it's got so much data and and it's just like if you use it properly it's just a, such a great tool you know and i'm not saying it's a limiting factor or hey, you can't run faster what the data says but if the data is saying something really accurate uh, and and I'm not trying to take fun out of like running but like hey you know like uh, I'm looking at my uh, currently as I've been doing my base training right and really uh, the focus in the base training last five six weeks main focus has really been the mileage with occasional workouts here and there but the main 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 focus really has been you know increasing the body just being able to handle more mileage some of it's slower some of it's faster some workouts you know a little bit better some but definitely nothing like you know nothing there's nothing really strong yet in my but i have been able to uh, look at this data manage to keep my threshold the same okay in last six weeks without doing any like real real or like let's just say 
trying to improve the actual threshold. I have been maintaining it. Uh, so that means I've done one threshold workout or something like that um, per week or per 10 days. You know, I've done something. It's not like I've just run easy mileage all the time. And, and, and that really has allowed me to, um, you know, improve my base but without losing my uh, threshold so it's really been you know able to 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 maintain my threshold all right so that's one of the benefits so when i talk to my coach and, and I, I i say hey you know uh looks like we still maintain the one hour race pace or threshold at uh 313 it's currently or so basically threshold is a 60 minute race pace so a little bit threshold is actually for some people like us threshold is a little bit faster than our than our half marathon pace so since i'm at my best i've run 66 50 but usually from 66 to 69 so that about you know six to nine minutes more than a six than than one hour mark so um yeah that's definitely threshold uh but what's important is that you know there's when i start i think when and this will be interesting if i start or when i start doing more threshold work while still maintaining uh um this uh mileage that i have right now you know roughly averaging 100 miles per week 160k kilometers uh, you know about 12 hours of running or you know 12 to, to close to maybe some weeks of 30 but about 12 hours of running per week and when I start putting in the work workouts I'm wondering you know how fast or how by how much will these uh, things start improve um, because before what well, we we spent quite a time we spent September October um, you can say yeah almost September October and a little bit of November um, in this kind of like um, season where we were trying to get you know into some sort of shape and uh, let alone we really started from not a great point I started from like 111 um, and we got down to like 108 you know 10850 was it uh, so really really um, that was all I've really managed uh, but now I felt like I was missing a mileage I, I kept you know saying to my coach you know when we finish the season let's go back let's see what we need to do because we've done everything in terms of last year and a half or year we've done races we've done really good intense training we've done but one thing we haven't done is we haven't put everything together yet with mileage and and all of that you know which was extremely extremely important to do all of those things and uh, yeah so because you know you you in, in endurance training you do need everything you need the mileage 
you need a good threshold but but okay let's get back to this this uh, accuracy of this thing so right now uh, as I am training for something longer right now I'm looking at the data and I'm looking at it I'm looking at it and and I'm just seeing um, you know I'm seeing something some interesting things uh, my marathon is going up a little bit uh, of course we haven't really done any really big marathon workouts uh, maybe I've done like one one or two good long runs but not like really fast long runs and uh, we haven't really done any big tempo runs either so but we've done the mileage so right away I've gone to 225 08 uh, or something like that in a current marathon prediction with the 108 uh, with the 108 I can tell you that right now with 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 14 prediction for the half currently and 225 I think it was actually like 225 30 or something like that I'm just see, seeing so those are the, my current fitness predictions are they correct are they not I'm gonna go ahead and say they're they're very very close of being correct and I think that minimal difference like of course as I talked with my coach he thinks that I'm in a little bit better shape in a marathon than the prediction but you know Coros being so accurate and me always wearing a heart rate and doing all these things I'm gonna go ahead and say it's about a hundred percent dead accurate right now and um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna test one of these theories out and this week I have a half marathon so I will see what uh, my shape is um, whether um, it's it close to where I'm at a little bit worse or a little bit better those are the things that I'm willing to find out um, anyways you know this is a down week every four every fifth week we want to take one we want to go four weeks up one week down we want to give the body a little bit of break so that way you know you absorb your fitness so we've, we've made a little bit of drop into mileage so this week we will only have 70 with the race and everything so really kind of a easy week um, but that's the whole purpose you know you you've done the training you want to have one week where you make sure you absorb the training and then you get back into you know heavy training for another you know another block so that's very very important um, so I'll be right back uh, we're gonna have part two of this soon so in part two as we continue this uh, discussion of uh, metrics and coros lab uh, that you have available in there for you um, is understanding which workouts move your race prediction up which workouts move it down and how often uh, do you go up and how often do you go down and that is so different for everybody and it's such a good uh, tool to have I just 
I'm so grateful for Koros that designed something where we uh, runners can really focus and follow these things in order to achieve our best. Um, whether you are world-class runner like Elliot Kipchoge, whether you are non-world-class runner uh, like just amateur or sub-elite or whatever, or even if you're just a starter, but you're looking to gain advantage, this is a must-have tool in your um, in your gadget tools or something like that. Look, I've been training for heart rate all my life, but I never had like a a, a, a metric place where it tells me, hey, this is my shape. And what I really like about that is it's a, it's such a true statement, right? Like it, it tells me exactly what is happening, right? Exactly how it is. Now, uh, I'm gonna give you another example how accurate it is. It's not just my prediction, but when I was training my wife for her uh, marathon this year, um, the watch was predicting, um, the watch was predicting for sure uh, 229.49 and that was the prediction that we had. So going into our marathon, I pretty much said, hey, I think that we can break 230, you know, on a perfect day with perfect everything, to sub 230 is our fitness. Now, she came real close to it, as I told you guys, I'm not gonna talk much about it more, but she ran 230.04, a couple errors happened, and I did talk to you before what happened, you know, not enough, lost two of her gels, and um, yeah, just ended up running alone, most of the race without pacemakers so that was probably the two things that uh, went against her but that's not what this topic is about here we can see that wow the course predicted that with 14 seconds in 14 seconds in a marathon that's extremely extremely accurate um, now if you want to ask me real quick what is Coros predicting for her now after she took a week off and then jogged for three weeks? Uh, it's predicting 236.50. Yeah, so it can go really quick. Your fitness can come and your fitness can go real fast. So I always say, you know, um, that, you know, fitness doesn't stay with you all the time. It's it's kind of like goes up and down. It, once you're there, you got to strike within three weeks. If you don't strike, it somehow somehow finds a way to come bring go down a little bit. Sometimes you can get on these little hot streaks and 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 do real well. But a lot of times the fitness is just going you know up down up down, and then you know it takes a little bit to consistently get it back where it was before again, and that's so so important. Uh, um, but but yeah, if you're gonna use this, and and I'm gonna tell you. When I was training strictly more for half marathons this fall, it was not predicting my marathon uh, high at all because my training did not involve 30K runs and up, while Jane's training involved a lot of that, you know, that training. Um, so, uh, obviously, 
you know you're gonna have your four race predictors on there it does not mean that it does not mean that you are if you're training for a marathon it doesn't mean that you can hit your 5k goal like uh, right away or during that time you can't do that it means that if you were to train for that event this is what you're capable of right now so even me me training for this more marathon now it does predict uh you know 108 12 but i'm not training for the half so could that mean that i could be a little bit slower i don't know and and that's that's what we're gonna find out or does that mean i could also be a little bit faster i don't know that's what we're gonna find out so i'm definitely um you know learning more but it's definitely a nice tool to have because it basically predicts you know what you can run in certain um races obviously if you're a miler an 800 meter runner i don't know if it actually predicts uh, the closest thing that there predicts your 5k so i think it's you know it's that specific thing let me tell you like this watch first of all the more accurate the most accurate i think it is on 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 a marathon performance because this watch was made and maybe half marathon half marathon too because i think this watch was made in a thing of like of elliot kipchoge and a marathon and Koros and NN team and all of that data, they were doing it all together. So all of this was really made um, sort of with a marathon in mind. And uh, yeah, so I don't know if you guys, you know, have that or if you would use a Garmin or if you use what. Uh, I would say that, look, we all invest, you know, for happiness of ourselves into new shoes or for running or whatever new gear anything go to races that we want because we love what we do uh, and then you have to ask yourself you know why if you haven't invested in a watch in a heart rate monitor and and my answer is to you is for example why not you know there are some people that say well I don't want it I already know how to be good without it and that's fine nobody's saying that you can that your training and your things are not working but I'm saying like even if you're one of the better marathoners you know on a planet why why couldn't you say you could be even faster why you know why chance it why if you can be precise you know even the, like even somebody can run 212 214 216 you know what if you can what if a 214 guy can be a 208 guy or 209 and a 209 guy can be a 207 and a three hour guy can be 245 or 250 and a 250 guy or girl whatever can be a 245 and that's the whole point is we're trying to get all this data and uh, just you know apply it to our training so that that way we get the best out of ourselves and um, yeah, I think it's uh, quite important, guys. And I, I wanted to really talk about, especially that metrics when you go online, you log into your Coros watch, you got your, you go to calendar, you can see your load, training load, your fatigue levels, 
you can see a lot of things um, that will reveal hey can I push higher hey, am I over training am I under training you know these are all things that um, are there and based on like I said everything is based on the effort in your training so obviously you know your heart rate is everything's based off your heart rate meaning like you know that's your engine how strong it is how much training you're doing um, how fast you're doing it and whatever and then the the data calculates all your information and you know and makes it um, um, kind of like presents it in a you know, way that what you can do in the race is what your what your threshold heart rate should be what your threshold uh, pace should be so you have all this data when you do go you know all then you're left with really just going out there and doing your training and doing your thresholds and really just finding out hey this is what's you know helping me this is what's not helping me this is what's make me better you know it's just very very simple um anyway guys um i hope that you consider checking chorus i hope that you see the value of it i uh, hope that you apply and remember to change even small points in chorus wash and all of that it takes time you don't you're not gonna get better in one second you're not gonna change your marathon time in one week two weeks time you know three weeks is, is to make a, a bigger jump uh, six weeks is definitely needed to make an, a, a significant jump and you know like another like so basically sometimes we make that jump from like um, you know from being like a 235 to 229 that that takes like you know that takes 12 weeks you know? so you could you're looking at maybe you know minute minute every two weeks at best you know if you're putting some nice training together um, but again uh, play with it if you want to purchase it for yourself uh, apply it you know you have to know your heart rate ma maximum you have to know all that data Chorus will get it. You will have to wear every day uh, your heart rate monitor. Make sure that your, you know, your data is accurate. And then, and that's going to be something that you have, and, and you're going to be lucky to apply that to your training. Anyway, have a wonderful day, and I'll see you on the next episode.